Scott. Well, thank you all for coming out. And Welcome uh, to the Karis Christian Center podcast. Looking forward to sharing the word with you. And uh, just want to say a special thank you once again. I've done this before in the men's meeting, but uh, Pastor Lawson, he was so instrumental in uh, lifting me up and praying with me and uh, getting me through my healing journey. And uh, really appreciate he and Barbara and all they, they prayed for us. So anyway, this is what it looks like to be alive. It's not bad. And uh, I had options, but I chose to be alive. Praise God. And the uh, grace of God was, was more than enough. And I'm thrilled to be here. Every day is a blessing now. Uh, I love life, love everything, and uh, having the time of my life. Amen. So I want to uh, share a word with you tonight on increase, and it's interesting, as I was sitting here in the front row, I looked up and I saw an advertisement for Pastor Lawson's new book about increase. And I thought, well, I guess I'm preaching to the choir. But, uh, but it's something that's been on my heart because in the world in which we live right now, if you've noticed, I don't know, but everything is pointed toward you expecting less. It's pointed toward you having less. It's pointed toward you getting used to having less. And everything is going to be worse. And, and I know we live perhaps in the last days. I understand all of that dynamic. But when it starts to steal the faith of God's children, and when it starts to steal the vision of God's children, and when there's no more expectation of increase, then I think we have a problem. And so I want to minister on that, and I want to hopefully encourage you in this area, that we would have different eyes with which to see the world. Amen. We need, we need the eyes of God to see what's going on around us. We need the, the heart of God to understand how to navigate the world in which we live. And it is a complicated world that I'm not diminishing that. I understand what's going on. But we are different. We are special, folks. We are the called of God. We have the spirit of God living in us, and we should have a different perspective, a different outlook, and a different expectation in this world in spite of what's going on. We don't need to be like everyone else with our heads hung low and, and just this attitude of pessimism. We need to have the answer. We need to be the answer. And so I want to talk about increase, and the verse that kind of got me going on this is in uh, Psalm 115. Psalm 115, verses 14 and 15. And it says, May the Lord give you increase more and more. Yay. Praise God. As if the word increase wasn't enough. Let's add to that more. Let's add to that again. More. May the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. And so what I, I just was reading this one day and I thought, man, this, this is God's heart. One thing I've discovered is that in the word of God, every promise of God is like a snapshot of what he had intended for his people from the beginning. Got, it got lost through sin, but when we find promises, we're finding what God intended. And he wanted us to have increase more and more that the blessing of God would come upon us and our children. He's equating increase with blessing. Now, if I ask for a show of hands, how many of you are blessed? Everybody's going to raise your hand because you know you're supposed to, okay? But, but I want you to be blessed. God wants you to be blessed. 
I want to live in the blessing of God. I want to live in a, in a greater increase. And many times when I travel and I ask people, how many of you would like more? And people are nervous because they're not sure what I mean. And so I get, you know, how many of you would like more love in your marriage? Aha. Okay, how many, how many of you would like more vacation time? How many of you would like more joy? More peace? More favor in your workplace? More opportunities? How many of you would like more in the economic arena? All right. And so is it wrong to want more? Or is it something that God has designed into us, placed into us from creation, and we get a picture of it here, may the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children. Amen. That this should be generational. Every generation should be more blessed than the prior generation. Woo! My children are more blessed than I am. They're doing far better than I was doing at their ages. And I, that blesses me, and I expect my grandchildren will be more blessed. And every generation, especially in the house of God, folks, Amen. we should be seeing increase. Amen. We should be expecting it, but I find that many Christians are being shaped and conformed to this world. And they're losing the dynamic of the Spirit of God within us and the, the, the design of the Spirit of God to bring increase into our lives. And so that's, that's my topic. That's where I'm going with you. I hope it's a blessing to you. Let's go to Isaiah 55.10. I want to talk about where increase comes from. We're going to read Isaiah 55.10, and I believe 11. I'm not sure. It says, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and does not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, there's increase, and bread to the eater, there's increase, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. When people say, oh, I don't like that prosperity message, where well, you're going to have to throw your Bible away because the word is designed to prosper. The word carries the very nature of God, and the nature of God is increase. The nature of God is to bring multiplication to our lives, and the Word of God carries the nature of God. Every seed bears the nature of its source. And the Word of God, the source of the Word, is God. Amen? And it bears the nature, and he says, it will prosper. And what I'm looking at with you is, where does increase come from? How can I get into this flow of God's intentions, God's will, God's increase? And number one, you need to get into the Word, and more accurately, you need to get the Word into you. I was uh, driving the other day to work and, and talking with God, and he spoke to me, and he said, Barry, you, have, you spend a lot of time in the Word, but how much of the Word is getting into you? And I thought, God, it's me. Come on now. You know, I'm a Bible teacher. Uh, but, it, but it, it just brought me up short. I realized, yeah, I spend a lot of time in the Word. And I'm not saying the Word isn't getting into me, but more could get into me. In other words, more time meditating, more time, as I say, marinating, more time considering, thinking, pondering, writing, getting the Word into me, because as we can find in other places, the Word is health to your flesh. Amen? Well, that's increase. Healing is increase. Amen? 
Increase comes by means of his word, by means of his promises. All the promises of God are what? Yes and amen. That's increase. They're not maybe and sometimes. They're yes and amen. All of his promises are available to us that we might escape the decrease, the corruption that is in the world through lust. We'll call that decrease. The promises of God are that we might escape that, thus we are intended to increase. We should be expecting overflowing joy, incredible peace, increasing love. We should be expecting to walk on a different plane, a different level than everyone else. And I, you know, somebody could say, well, Barry, you must not read the news. You're right. <laughs> I don't feed on the news. I look at the headlines and I, I see what's going on. But I can't feed on that because that doesn't give me increase. The word prospers me. The word is meant to give prosperity to me, spirit, soul, and body. And so increase is going to come primarily and, be, and in the, fundamentally from the word of God, which is designed to increase in every area of your life, spirit, soul, and body. Amen? All right, so let's go on. I've got a number of things here I want to share with you. I've got to check my time here. All right, let's go to Psalm 67, 5 and 6. Psalm 67, 5 and 6. And let's talk about praise. This says, let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Then, then the earth shall yield her what? Increase. God, our own God, shall bless us. We're talking about how to experience and expect increase in our lives. And this says, let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. Then God will give increase. Meaning, your attitude has a lot to do with where you are in terms of increase or decrease. Praise creates the environment to release the grace of God of increase in your life. Complaining, criticism, gossip, accusations, woe is me, all of this kind of stuff, you're just shutting down the grace of God. Why doesn't God bless me? Why doesn't God bless me like he's blessing Pastor Lawson? Well, this is why. Your attitude. It's the wrong attitude. If we would learn to praise God, if we would learn to be thankful, and, and, and I know people, people say, well, but you don't know what I'm going through. It doesn't matter what you're going through. What's your heart condition before God? Is it a heart of praise? Is it a heart of thanksgiving, even if you have little at the time? Thank God for the little that you have. Do you know when Jesus multiplied the loaves and the fishes in Mark chapter 8? It says he gave thanks when the disciples came to him and said, we only have. See, immediately they've already qualified what they have is not enough. We only have. And we want to make sure Jesus knows this, that it's not enough. We only have this. And Jesus gave thanks for the bread. He gave thanks for it, and then he began. He See, he had a different perspective. He was seen with heavenly vision. It was more than enough. They had to collect basketfuls. He used what he had. Amen? He gave it to the disciples, and they passed it to the crowd. And then he took the fish, and it says, and he blessed it. I got a tremendous message from that. 
of the, the power of God's abundance is released through thanksgiving, through sowing what you have, and for blessing what you have. Stop cursing what you have. Start blessing what you have. Be thankful for what you have because as we enter into an environment, as we create an environment of praise in our lives, what we're doing is we're releasing the grace of God to bring increase into our lives in every level. And as I'm talking about increase, I'm talking about in your spirit, in your soul, in your mind, in your physical body, in your relationships, in the sphere of influence that you have, we should all be moving from glory to glory. We should be moving from increase to increase. That's the heart of God. Go with me to Hebrews 6, 13 and 14. And I love this. God showed me this several years ago, and it's just stuck with me. Hebrews 6, 13 and 14 says, For when God made a promise to Abraham... Because he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely, blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply you. Now, I understand the context is God with Abraham, but I'm a child of Abraham. I'm the seed of Abraham, aren't you? Amen. And he says, Surely, blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply you. And I was thinking about it, and I thought, you know, God could have just said, I, Abraham, I will bless you. And that would have been awesome. You can take that to the bank. I will bless you. And I will multiply you. But that wasn't good enough. So he said, blessing, I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply you. And I'm thinking, okay, I can't even figure that out. Blessing, while he's blessing me, he's blessing me more. Blessing, he will bless me. And multiplying, he will multiply me. And I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around that. And then it goes on to explain, but he, he wanted to, to declare this with an oath because it wasn't strong enough yet. As if, Barry, I will bless you. That's not strong enough. Yeah, I'll take that. But no, I want it to be strong. Blessing, I will bless you. That's not good enough. Surely, blessing, I will bless you. That's good. But that's the heart of God. See, what I'm trying to get across to you is the heart of God is never about lack. It's never about diminishing. It's never about getting less. It's never about getting smaller. It's never about getting poorer. It's never about getting sicker. It's always about getting increased, blessed, multiplied in every, in every aspect of life. And this is, this is what has me stirred up right now as I see the world is doing everything in its power to steal that hope from your heart to steal that vision from your life and to make you conform to a world in which we have nothing. We're even scrambling for toilet paper. That is not the increase of God. No, my God is bigger than that. And he says, Barry, and I'm gonna, I make it personal. When I find these things and God speaks to my heart, it becomes mine. You can borrow it if you want. Barry, surely... Blessing, I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply you. Yeah. And I sign off on that. Praise God. Amen. And I expect that. I expect things to get better and better, even if the world gets worse and worse. Your joy is not dependent upon what's going on in the world. Your peace is not dependent upon what's going on in the world. The peace of God has nothing to do with circumstances. In fact, the peace of God will cause you to reign over circumstances, 
Didn't Jesus do that in the boat when he's asleep and there's a storm? He's asleep. That's peace. In the midst of a storm that the, the disciples were certain is going to drown them. And Jesus is asleep. But from a place of peace, he stands up and speaks peace. From peace, he speaks peace to the storm. Your peace, as your peace increases, your faith and power increase. And from your peace, you, your authority is multiplied. From anxiety and fear, it's diminished, if it's there at all. This is what it, we're talking about, increase. God wants you to increase. Well, he wants you to increase in peace. Because in your peace, he is the God of peace who will soon crush Satan under your feet. But he's doing, he doesn't say, I'm the God of war. He says, I'm the God of peace. And from peace, I will soon crush Satan under your feet. Praise God. How many of us can believe that for our own lives? That the God of peace can crush sickness under your feet. The God of peace can crush poverty under your feet. Increase is what God is wanting for his children. It's never changed. God does not change. He wants us to have increase in our lives. Praise God. The heart of God is all about increase. Romans 8.32. Romans 8.32. A lot of what I'm sharing is just so that we can have, if, if need be, a heart adjustment. I need my heart adjusted sometimes. And I need to remind myself of how good God is. Romans 8.32 says, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us some stuff? Give us all things. All things. In other words, if he's already given us his best, why would we think that he wants to now just kind of parcel it out here a little there? Maybe for you, maybe a little for you. The crumbs that fall from the table. No, I don't want the crumbs. I'm at the table you're at the table. Amen. Amen. If he's given us Jesus, will he not with him freely give us all things? That's God's heart. See, a lot of us just need to have our hearts renewed to God's heart. That he's bigger than you think. He's better than you think. He's kinder than you think. He's more generous than you think. And the only thing that is stopping all of that from hitting us is our unbelief. Many, we just don't believe it. What we do believe is Fox News. Or Hollywood movies. We're feeding on the wrong things, that people. We're feeding on garbage and then expecting blessings. You can't feed on the news and get healed. When they told me I had two days to live, I didn't turn on Fox News. Let's see if I can get some help here. I didn't watch a Hollywood movie to get healed. Thank God I had a foundation of the word in my life and the Lord was able to quicken me and tell me I wasn't going to die. Praise God. But because, Yay! you see, that's, that's increase. But it's because I've been feeding on that which gives increase, that which was sent to prosper me. His word will prosper in the thing to which it has been sent. And if he's given Jesus, why would he withhold anything else from you? Amen. It's just, a, it's just a heart adjustment. I just, it's like open your heart to how much potential there is from God towards you, how much he wants to bless you. Surely, he's a God, folks, he's a God of surely. 
He's not a God of maybe. Amen. He's not a God of later. He's a God of surely blessing. I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply you. I remind myself of this all the time. I have to. I don't know if I'm like you or not, but I, I could drift. I could get into the dumps about something. I could listen to the news and say, oh my goodness. Maybe some of you do that. So I have to remind myself, no, surely. He's a God of surely blessing. He will bless me. Yeah. And I stir myself up and I get back into the flow of God's grace. Ephesians 3.20. How are we doing? Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him, listen to this, who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, are those good increase words? Exceedingly, abundantly, more than you can ask or think, according to what? The power that works in you, or in other words, you came, when you got born again, you came fully equipped for increase. The power for exceedingly abundantly pressed down, shaken together, running over, surely blessing, he will bless you. It's in you. Well, I can't feel it. It's not a feeling. It's a reality. It's a spiritual truth. It's a, it's an, it's an, a capacity to see what other people can't see. While well, other people are looking at, oh, gas is four, 425 a gallon and, and, and all the prices are going up and look who's in the White House and look at this and look at that and everybody's looking at all that. You don't have to be there. You can be different. You can have vision. You can have hope. You can have faith. You can be stirred up because the power of God, the Almighty Greater One, is in you for the purpose of exceedingly, abundantly, more than you can ask or think. Amen. Is this, is, is, am I communicating here? Okay. I need to hear somebody breathe now and then so I know. All right. But this, this blesses me because he says, I will increase you more and more, you and your children. Amen. I'm going to bless you. But God, you don't know what's going on. And, you know, now he knows exactly what's going on. It's interesting to me that Jesus gave all of his promises in the midst of Roman occupation and Roman oppression. Yeah. That didn't stop him. We're going to look at one here in a second. But the promises of God, all the promises that are yes and amen, all the pressed down, shaken together, running over, all that your joy may be made full, all of those promises were given while they were under Roman oppression. So Jesus must have known what was going on. And just because we're in a political climate that is adverse to some things that we enjoy doesn't mean you have to participate. Yes. Amen. If you have the revelation of the God of increase on the yes. inside of you. Amen. Amen. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians 4, 9 and 10. 1 Thessalonians 4, 9 and 10 says, But concerning brotherly love... You have no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. And indeed, you do so toward all the brethren who are in Macedonia. But we urge you, brethren, that you increase more and more. How many of you would like to experience an increase in love? Amen. To grow in love, to be able to love more, to give more, to bless more. I've grown in love. I don't know how much to share here, but I love this blessed woman more than ever. 
because I have grown in love. I've, I've understood that love should increase as you go through life and that the, the capacity to serve, to bless, has only grown and the desire to do, to do those things has only grown. Our love for the brethren should be increasing. We should be understanding the potential, the capacity to do more giving, more sharing, more blessing, more lifting up. Increase is what we should be seeing, what we should be expecting. Love should be increasing. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Increase is the nature of God. He gave you Jesus, he'll freely give you all things. Increase is the nature of man. Be fruitful and multiply. First thing out of God's mouth after he creates Adam and Eve speaks to increase. Be fruitful and multiply. The nature of nature is increase. In every seed, there is infinite harvests of the future. Your future, if you want to check out my book on shaping your future, I don't, it's not out here, but at Amazon or AWM, you can get it. Shaping your future is all about the power of the seed. Your future is in the seeds that you have in your heart right now. And they are designed to increase. And a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. How'd that treasure get there? By the word that will prosper in the thing to which it has been sent. Increase is in your heart if the word is in your heart. You get it in your heart and then in your mouth, you get born again. Amen? And then what? Then it just starts going. It just starts getting bigger. You start getting happier. You start enjoying more peace. You start having more vision. You start growing in love. You start seeing life with completely different eyes. We aren't supposed to be like everybody out there. Amen. Just dragging around, barely getting by, complaining all the time. That's not what our life should be. We should be the example. We are the light in the darkness. Amen. Amen. And as one preacher said, blessed people should call us blessed. Yeah. I like that. I want blessed people to call me blessed. I say, man, I know, I'm, I'm blessed with that berry. Whew. That guy is blessed. Amen. Woo! And I am. I am so blessed. Praise God. Just uh, and for the, some of you may or may not know, I went through a, a, a healing journey, as we call it, at Karis. <laughs> Uh, and I was told I had two days to live, and I, the immediate life-saving efforts, they might be able to extend my life, but I was not expected to live. Uh, that was disconcerting. Wasn't expecting that. But, but here's the deal, is that when you have a God who is life, who is abundance, whose word is medicine to your flesh, and you're expecting that. See, I could have gone into fear. I could have freaked out. I could have died. But my attitude of praise, let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Then the earth shall bring forth her increase. And God, my God, shall bless me. Amen. You've got to have the right attitude. You've got to have the right expectation. Everything that God has created is created to increase, to multiply, to be blessed. When the blessing of God is on something, we should see the results of that. Amen. I don't know how many are familiar with the story of Obed-Edom, but Obed-Edom intercepted the ark of God and had it stay in his house because a guy touched it and got fried. And uh, so he put the, 
put the ark in his house. So the ark of God is in the house of Obed-Edom. And it says that everything he had got blessed because the presence of God was in his house. And I'm thinking, well, wait, the presence of God is in my house. The presence of God is in me. Thus, I should be seeing increase. I should be seeing blessing. Amen. You should too. Praise God. Increase is the nature of faith. Hebrews 11.6, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. There's the increase of those that diligently seek him. Faith is the evidence of things not seen, or faith is the evidence of the increase that is on its way. And he is a rewarder. Your faith should be increasing. Let me read another one to you about that. 2 Thessalonians 1.3. 2 Thessalonians 1.3 says, We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting, because your faith grows exceedingly, and the love of every one of you all abounds toward each other. Do you think your faith can grow? Absolutely. I understand when we get born again, we have the faith of God, but uh, when a baby gets born, it has all the muscles it's ever going to have, but it's not ready for the NFL, right? Muscles can grow. I'm not an example of that, but they can, all right? I used to be, but anyway. Muscles can grow, faith can grow, faith can be exercised, faith should be increasing. Your faith should not be this stagnant thing that you know, I can only believe to hear no more. No, you, maybe you can believe to hear today, but tomorrow you should be believing to hear and the next day up to here. We should be growing in faith. There should be increase in our faith. Well, where does faith come from? Faith comes by hearing God. Amen? So there we have a, a caveat there that there's going to have to be some fellowship with God who gives the word that is sent to prosper you. Amen? And there's an environment of praise which releases the grace for increase. All these things work together. And your faith begins to grow because you begin to speak the words of God with conviction. Because you know that you know that you know that increase is your lot. Increase is, is the design that God had. Oh, I love a verse in 2 Timothy. I, I'm throwing verses out here that aren't in my notes. So, But 2 Timothy 1.9 says that, what does it say? Um, there we go. That's what it says. Who has saved us and called us with the holy calling. I know what it says. Not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. Wow, I teach on this a lot because it just, it, I haven't used it up yet and it's just too big. <laughs> before time began, not even before the earth was created, before time began, God saw you and had a purpose for you and he accompanied that purpose with his grace. Sin got in the way, but let me tell you something, the purpose is still there and the grace has been reactivated in Jesus. And it's all about increase. It's all about you having an abundant life. This, is this too much? Is this too big? It, it can sound too big. If our minds are not renewed to the goodness of God, it can sound too big. But when you get your heart and your mind renewed to how good God is, and I've gone through my I have a, Bibles on my iPad, and I go through and I just highlight all the goodness of God's scriptures. 
all the promises. I just highlight, and then I'll go through and I'll just read all the highlights. And I'll get so stirred up, I'll come here and preach. You know, it's just, it's just good to, to just read and just re, be reminded of how good God is and how abounding God is and how much he wants you to be blessed. That's our God. And when I see Christians with their heads hung low and they're just shuffling through life and just barely getting by and they don't have a vision and they just think the economy this and the politics that and the this and that, and don't live on that level. Yeah. Get up there or live from up there. Get a different vision. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Your faith grows exceedingly. Let's go to John 16, 24. John 16, 24 says, Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive. Isn't that increase? If you're getting things? Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. Isn't that increase? If you can have full joy, you can have half full joy. Or 10% joy, or no joy. But he says, ask, and you will receive. That's increase that your joy may be full. How many of, uh, don't raise your hands, but do you have a vision of God that wants you to get stuff and be joyful? Or do we have a religious, constricting, legalistic, maybe he will, maybe he won't, who knows what God's gonna do? What kind of vision do we have of God? Just how good is he? And I tell you what, God is better than you think. As Greg Moore says, he's gooder than you think. Uh, whatever word you can fit in there. He, God is kinder than you think. God is more merciful than you think. God is more gracious than you think. God is a God of surely, surely blessing I will bless you. And some people say, but where is it? It's by the power that works in you. Get your attitude fixed. Amen? Get out of the... the the grumbling, mumbling, complaining attitude and get into the praises of God who loves you from before time began, had a purpose for you that is a purpose of pressed down, shaken together, running over exceedingly abundantly more than you can ask or think. That was his purpose for you. And he accompanied the purpose with grace. All of his grace has been given that you might walk in this in spite of the politics. You can take my stuff, but you can't take my joy. You can't take my peace. You can't take my love. There are some things you can't get your hands on. You know, if, if, if the stuff goes, I know where I'm going, and there's plenty more stuff where that, you know, it's, it's going to be good. But you can't take my peace. You can't take my joy. You can't take my love. You can't take my authority in Christ. You can't take my faith. You can't take the word out of my heart. So I, I, I'm pretty well equipped that even if I lost every material thing, I can start over and get it all back because I serve the God of increase. He lives inside of me. He lives inside of me. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm glad I came. This is good. Listen to this. Let's go to Psalm 72, 16. Psalm 72, 16. 
It says, you crown the year with your goodness and your paths drip with abundance. I read that and I thought, this, this prompted me to do a study on the paths of the Lord because all through the Old Testament we find this reference to different paths. So I'm assuming that in Israel back in those days, they didn't have I-25 and 24 and streets like they had paths and they knew where each path went. Those of you that are familiar with hiking and what have you, you know that there are certain paths that take you certain places. Okay? So this is referring to the paths of the Lord or we can call them the paths of righteousness or there's different descriptive terms used all throughout the Psalms and the Old Testament about the paths of God. And it says, his paths or his ways, his way of doing things, seek ye first the kingdom of God, that his paths drip with abundance. So I try to picture these things when I read. I try to picture what I'm reading. And I, I'm, I have trouble with that one. Drip. What is that? You know, there's so much that's dripping. And I try to wrap my heart and my mind around just how good God is. But it says his paths drip with abundance. Now this stirs me up because I realize if gas gets to $10 a gallon, I'll have $10. <laughs> because my God's paths drip with abundance. Amen? I, I refuse to be limited. There are there going to be hardships? There may be some stuff missing and we have to deal with it. Okay, but it doesn't change God inside of me and the favor of God upon my life and the surely that he swore to Abraham, my father in the faith, surely blessing, I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply you. Once you get this, once it, and I'm not saying here, once you get it here, life changes. Yeah. You get into a different dimension. There's no fear, there's no anxiety, there's no worry, because you're trusting in a God that is so good, you can't even measure it. Amen. Praise God. Can you take a few more? Okay, a few of you can. So I'll preach to you. All right. The nature of giving is increase. The and I, this is a giving church and a giving pastor, and we, I'm, we're all well taught in this area. But let me just, if you're a cheerful giver, it says God loves a cheerful giver, correct? And I thought, amen. I thought, well, God loves everybody. But there's something about a cheerful giver that has God's heart because God's a cheerful giver. For God so loved the world. And Jesus says, for the joy set before him. He knew he was about to be cut off. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But there was cheerful giving going on so that he could inherit us. Cheerful giving is the heart of God. And look at what it says in 2 Corinthians 9, 8. I know you're familiar with this. And God is able to make all grace. Well, I thought grace was already available. Well, look around. Is everybody walking in all grace? How many of you could use some more grace? All right. More grace is available. We're not all the same. Everybody's in a different place in their journey. We're all growing. I'm still growing. I'm growing faster than ever. I feel like I'm on a rocket ship right now. I'm, I'm growing so quickly. 
But it says he's able to make all grace to who the cheerful giver, or how do we experience increase? We're looking at different avenues of increase. But cheerful giving, not obligatory giving, not because they're pressing me and they, we've got to do this and do that, and okay, I'll give. That, no, that's not it. Cheerful giving because of the attitude of praise that we talked about. Then the earth shall bring forth her increase and God our God will bless us. When you're doing this for praise, when you're doing this as a cheerful, with cheerfulness, there's power here. And it says, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you that always having, you always having all sufficiency, always having all, always having all, not sometimes having some, but always having all sufficiency and all things may have a little bit, no, an abundance for every good work. You keep finding the, these, these signposts along the way of how good God is. Look at the words he's using, all grace, always having all sufficiency for all things that you may have an abundance. There's no tiny words in here. It's all about how good God is. But it's dependent upon the power that works in you. And if that power is the cheerfulness of God, the love of God, that should also be increasing, then man, you're just unloading, you're opening the floodgates of heaven over your life. Amen. And we should be looking forward to more. Tomorrow should be better than today. Even if some circumstances are adverse, in your heart, things can be bigger, can be better, can be, there can be more expectation, there can be more joy, there can be more peace, there can be faith, more faith, more victory. It, can, it all starts within. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth the abundance of God. Amen. We don't have more. And I'm talking on every level, not just materially. But we don't have more because we're not expecting more. We often simply don't expect more. We find our little niche in life. We just kind of run out the clock. And I'm sure that disappoints the heart of God. When he had a purpose for you from before time began of pressed down, shaken together, running over exceedingly abundantly more than you can ask or think with the grace to make it happen. And he's showing you in his word, and I can make all grace abound to you if you'd be a cheerful giver, if you'd get your heart filled with praise, if you would grow and increase and grow in love. All grace, all grace can abound to you. Let me do one more with you and I'll close. John 10.10, what is the antidote for the thief? I love this. The curse that Adam brought on the earth, the thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What is God's antidote for that? What is the response? He says, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they might have increase, that they might have life, that they might have it more abundantly. That's the only way you're going to beat the, the thievery, the corruption, the loss, the darkness. You've got to increase on the inside. And it's going to become evident, and it's going to impact your outside. Yay! The thief is wanting to take your stuff. Don't let him take what's in your heart. Pack your heart with the Word of God. Just press it down. Get into the, let the Word get into you. Change your, your view of God. God is for you. In every sense of the word, he's a God of abundance. He's a God of surely, surely.
Praise God. Stand with me, please. Hallelujah. Father, I pray that every heart in this room and those that might be watching, every one of our hearts would be revolutionized, exploded with the concept of how good you are, how big you are, how much you want us to prosper in every sense of the word. You want to see increase. Increase in love, increase in peace, increase in joy, increase in kindness, increase in giving, increase in, in faith, increase in every aspect of life. We should be exploding with the increase of God. Father, I pray our hearts would hunger for this, that we would look for it in your word, that, Father, we would see the living word. We would see the goodness of God. We would see you as we've never seen you before. And we would take the limits off that the world has put on us or that we've put on ourselves. We would take the limits off. Off of your mercy. We would take the limits off of your grace. We would take the limits off of your love. We would take the limits off of anything that we have allowed to limit us. And we would step into a new dimension of the God of surely. Surely blessing you will bless us surely multiplying you will multiply us hallelujah father i just speak your blessing over this this precious crowd father we expect better days we expect better everything because you are that good we give you all the praise and all the glory in jesus name amen and amen praise god thank you for listening to the Karis christian center podcast if you would like to receive prayer, product, or more information about the ministry, go to www.karischristiancenter.com or call us at 719-418-4000.